My Memory, the podcast about movies and drinks with Jason Dedrick, Eric Fell, and Vicki Van. Hi, folks. Hey there. Hi. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark, a 1981 film uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Harrison Ford, Karen Allen, and Ronald Lacey as Tote, and I almost said uh, Morgan Freeman, but it's not. I think Paul. it's Paul Freeman <laughs> as Renee Belloc. But watch it very closely and see if you can spot Morgan Freeman. <laughs> if you can find him, contact us. Sneaky <laughs> D. It's sneakydragon.com. Yeah. So, so what are everybody's memories? This is, I mean, this is a very, uh, I don't want to say important film to me, but this is such a huge one for me. Um, I want to know everybody's memories of the first time they saw it or uh, sort of the feelings that they remember the first time they saw it or when they first started hearing about it if they hadn't seen it back then. Wow. Maybe you should go first. You're very excited about that. I got a lot going on with this one, Jason. <laughs> I got a lot going on. I saw it when I was five in the theater. Okay. Oh, wow. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Right. Yeah. I, I was just like, it was the six months after I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark are the only six months I can remember where I didn't want to be a director. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to be a stunt performer. Ah. Wow. So what we would do is uh, uh, motorized garage doors back then didn't have that little sensor at the bottom. <laughs> nope. They were very dangerous. So we would play a game called Indiana Jones. And we would uh, close the garage door and we would sing the Indiana Jones theme. <laughs> and we would roll under the door at the last second. I was five. <laughs> it was 1981. Uh, it's also involved with my uh, my very first kiss. Wow. Yeah, I was in kindergarten, and uh, there was this girl, Amy, and we were playing Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. And we were building this tower out of these you know plastic blocks, which were you know waist high, so they're not really high. <laughs> they're waist high to a five year old, um, and we built it as tall as we could. And, you know, I had to climb it to get the idol or whatever. <laughs> and uh, Amy, like, I, don't know, I don't know if I can do this. And then Amy said, do it for me, Indiana Jones. And she kissed me on the lips. <laughs> wow. wow. And, Holy cow. And I climbed up to the top <laughs> and I wrote it down as it collapsed. <laughs> and that, Gosh, that's fantastic. I couldn't think of a more, uh, A, Indiana Jones thing for a five-year-old to do, and B, uh, boy, did that set the template for my romantic life after that. <laughs> How about yourselves? Up, they crashed right down. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and lots, and lots of property damage. <laughs> uh, I saw it when I was, I think, around seven or eight on VHS. Was blown away. Um, really loved that movie. It started a, a thing with me and my sister. Uh, we went on this huge archaeology jag that that we both wanted to become archaeologists and, and Pia would draw Indiana Jones all the time. She's an artist. And uh, she was very early on, she was drawing stuff that was amazing. So she was uh, drawing posters and, and we started reading about like all sorts of uh, uh different archaeologists who who did different adventures and we wanted to make a movie about it and all this stuff and yeah that was like 83 or 84 I saw it uh when we got our first VHS machine so loved it just loved it there you go 
Well, I'm, uh, uh, you'll find out about me. I'm a pointless contrarian. <laughs> and Uh-oh. so just to set this up briefly, I was over at a friend's house. Uh, I would have been 11 or 12. And uh, the phone rang, and it was another friend. This is kind of a, a, a shitty move. He called up to invite me to go see Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, I'm at another friend's house. And so I was like, what is, I don't even know what this, what are you talking about? He said, it was a movie with the guy from Star Wars in it. And I'm like, that sounds dumb, I'm not going. <laughs> and so I rode that out for a couple of weeks. My brother saw the movie. And now if my brother loves a movie, I do not want anything to do with this movie. I am a pointless contrarian. He sold it to my dad saying, Dad, you're old. <laughs> you used to like uh, serialized uh, radio plays and uh, things in the movie theater. That's what this is. So mom and dad, contrarian Jason and Rob, all go off to see Raiders of the Lost Ark. And so I go in there with a big chip on my shoulder. And there's a couple of little sort of scary scenes. And as we've established from previous episodes, I'm a bit of a wuss. <laughs> so as soon as the spiders are on the guy's back, for example, I'm like, well, what the? Minute oh, is three. this almost over? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's barely into the movie. <laughs> exactly. And so I sat through it. And I was I, there was parts that I certainly liked. And there was parts that certainly I was uncomfortable with. But overall... I became a huge Indiana Fo- oh, Indiana Phones jam, <laughs> which didn't help me at all. <laughs> so after Temple of Doom, I switched it, and I became an Indiana Jones fan <laughs> because I felt that I owned that movie. Nice. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. So how about now? Like Raiders of the Lost Ark, now. We've all watched it mm. fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to know everybody's thoughts on Raiders now. I think... Um... As an adult, I'm watching it. There's a couple few. There's a couple few. There's, I've had a few drinks. Um, <laughs> there's a couple things that stand out as like glaring that are problematic, but it's still just such a great film. Um, but I, you know, I'm Hispanic, and the first scene has like two slack-jawed, incompetent Hispanic guys, <laughs> and that just kind of stands out for me. And the entire Egyptian population is just presented as one mass that works for them Nazis. Uh, except for Sala, who's played by a Welsh actor. Um, these are things that are very 80s, you know, the the film production in the 80s wasn't really diverse and um, doesn't pass the Bechdel test again. I don't mean to... Well, I have a question for you. Do you, do you feel that passing the Bechdel test is a mark of quality in a film? Not a quality, but some development of character. So maybe quality. Okay, I'm just, so, I'm just, I'm just yeah. curious because I know that you brought it up in the last yeah, one as well. Yeah, it just very, it's a man-centric, white-centric film, um, but still, just uh, like the pacing, <laughs> the adventure, like it's really easy to get swept up in it, and it's, it's still a beautiful film. Um, yeah. So as an adult, I, I still like it. I still like it a lot. It's one of my favorites, but I still, I there's a few nagging things about it that I'm like, oh hey. Alfred Molina, <laughs> duplicitous Hispanic guy, <laughs> who's the only other Hispanic guy is nameless and duplicitous. <laughs> Who also plays the uh, the guy with the Nazi monkey. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that, the same actor? Yeah, that he's the same actor. Wow. Yeah, and I thought, that's what I really want to talk about. That just seems so strange to me. It was an odd, yeah, you're just like, wait, that's the guy from earlier and i remember it as a kid as a contrarian i was watching <laughs> with my arms crossed 
Because I, I noticed. I noticed that that was the same actor. And I thought, that's the same guy that's dead. But nobody cared about what, what I thought. <laughs> With my arms crossed in the theater. It's funny. I have seen it again recently. I've watched it uh, on the Disney Plus folks. Uh, I saw, uh, you know, sometimes the VSO will play along with a movie. So I went down and saw mm-hmm. the movie with the VSO playing along with it. Oh, wow. And, uh, of course, it's still wonderful, but I still have the memory of being the pointless contrarian. <laughs> and so going with a bunch of people that love it, I still, that part's dumb. <laughs> dumb. And I got to honestly say, and this is, makes no sense. I think it was because of I was so, I was so, probably so nervous. As I said, I shouldn't have seen it as a little kid. But I was so nervous, I think, that when the big chase happens, the big long chase in the truck, <clears> the fight and the fight and the fight and the fight and the fight, I almost fell asleep <laughs> in the theater. Wow. I know, right? That That's is, wow. Pointless contrarian. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> I even at yeah, even like, like a, a, a molecular level here. Yeah. Nice well, I know. That's why I'm here. I'm just here to stir the pot, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, but yet I love it, right? But I do enjoy telling people... That's where I almost fell asleep. And then they go, what? What are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. I, don't know. I was exhausted. You just had the plane thing. You had the body in the pit thing. You'd already had the thing. You have spiders. I was done after the spiders. But it's still a lovely, lovely movie. And I would not have it any other way. I mean, personally, I, I think it might be my favorite of all Spielberg's films. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan of... The Big uh, Friendly Giant. Of the big... I've not seen The Big Friendly Giant. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of that era of Spielberg, that like mid-70s to, I'll say, a mid-90s uh, mm. era because I got to I gotta throw it out for Jurassic Park. That <laughs> that, is, that is a movie that I, I, I remember leaving the theater, seeing that and going, oh, things are different now. Movies are going to be different now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Raiders, I, because I saw it, it's, it's difficult for me to be objective mm-hmm. about something like Raiders of the Lost Ark because it is so ingrained in in my growing up and playing in the in, in the backyard and swinging off of things. Yeah. I mean, I, I co-created uh, an improv show called, uh, we were going to call it Raiders of the Lost Blank, which I thought <laughs> was a great name because then we figure out what the thing is and then we go yeah. to the chase. Yeah. Um, but uh, the uh, the organization uh, that, uh, that uh, bought it uh, changed it to Raiders of the Lost Improv because they, they didn't think people knew it would be an improv show unless you had wow. the word improv in it. And it just sounds like we lost the improv. <laughs> I took I took that a little personally. But, Where'd uh, the improv go? Yeah. Let's find it. <laughs> but as far as, um, once again, pacing and structure and mm. uh, even just right down to the camera work and the blocking and everything, is it's so much fun mm. and it, it just i think yeah the term being swept up in it is yeah. is the best like and if it's, it's on i can't just watch five yeah. minutes of it. it's like oh well i can't stay <laughs> or I, you know i can't leave until i see that the that box being carted off into those other boxes <laughs> in the uh where is it xanadu right <laughs> yeah xanadu. it's in xanadu right it's in, it's in charles foster kane's oh, mansion yeah. that's where they're carting yeah. it all oh, all off yeah. it really did change the way action movies were made like that whole every 10 minutes there has to be and this maybe what got you exhausted yeah every 10 maybe. minutes there has to be something actiony happening uh and, and some people don't know how to do that properly and add characterization and drama in between there and mm. 
and modern films, people have tried to emulate it, but um, not always to the success as of Spielberg. Excuse me. Um, yeah, but it, it before that, you know, your action movies were like French Connection, and and then the action movies like that would have been B movies. That was, I think, the first time they really gave it the A movie treatment and went all out and and. I don't know where this sentence is going. No, no, but, no, no it's, it's, I totally see where you're coming from because they were trying to do it like the series. So it was yeah, like seven minutes, yeah, bang, like seven minutes, bang, seven minutes, bang. Um, it is interesting that the other movie that came out in the 80s that changed the way action movies are made, Die Hard, has such a slow burn compared mm. to Raiders. Mm. Um, Raiders is almost like a Bond movie in that it's got that cold open. That, that is kind of, but not-ish related to yeah. the rest of the movie. Just to introduce you to yeah. the character. And then, and then my favorite part is in, it's in three of the four Indiana Jones movies, three of the five Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> I forget if it's in uh, Crystal Skull, I'll be honest. Um, it, it's the bit where he's teaching and he says, ask these questions like, oh, he tells you the movie. He tells you the movie. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, myth, folklore, no, no, no. This is their, they said there was a golden coffin in yeah. here. Right, or it's like Last Crusade when he goes, X never, X never marks, marks the spot. <laughs> and uh, even in a Dial of Destiny, there's a little moment like that too, which I thought was really cool. And oh. there's an obscure callback in Dial of Destiny to Raiders that I really, really liked. Oh, where but it? it involves a third act spoiler, so I won't mention okay. it in the podcast. Okay. I'll mention it off the air, gladly. Sure. Okay. Can't I haven't seen it yet, so don't mention it off the air. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> You're shot. That is absolutely fair. Oh, all this talking makes me so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, funny. This movie is full of lots of drinking. Uh, oh, yeah. Marion is a big drunk in the, the, the... <laughs> Jesus. She's an alky. Yeah. She, she, she has, uh, she wins a drinking contest. She mm-hmm. does. Um, that's how we introduce her. That's how we introduce her, which is which is a really cool kind of way to go, oh, she's, you do not want to mess with her. And then immediately after she sees Indiana Jones, punches him square in the jaw, yeah. which I love. Yeah. I love that. Uh, but then she uses her, um, I guess, super powered liver uh, to uh, um, outsmart Belloc. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it comes. It's a, it's a, it plays a big part, and it saves a, a, a young man's life through clubbing. Yep. <laughs> not what you're thinking. Not Bright Lights, Big City. This is a different <laughs> way of saving your life through clubbing. Oh, yeah, that movie that we've all seen, Bright Lights, Big City, starring Michael J. Fox. I have seen it. I have seen it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a wonderful scene, and actually, I still sometimes do it because it was so memorable. Even as a little uh, child, it was still memorable. And I will sometimes reach across a table and kind of push glasses out of the way to grab the yep. salt shaker yep. because of that, that pudgy hand going in there to grab the shot glass in there. Uh, shortly after that, Indiana Jones pops in to uh, retrieve a uh, headpiece for a staff oh, of Ra. A worthless bronze medal. I can only do old Harrison Ford. <laughs> my family. I can't do young Harrison Ford. Oh, I had a Harrison Ford story. I shouldn't even do my Harrison Ford story, but guess what I'm doing? I'm doing my Harrison Ford story. <gasps> I was doing extra work on uh, Firewall? Firewall. Yes. Firewall. One of those early Harrison Ford, where's my family? <laughs> Specials. And we were driving through the tunnel, the Cassiar Tunnel, again and again in the middle of the night during this car chase scene where he actually stops somebody. He gets out of the car and he goes over and confronts him at the window. Where's my family? My family. <laughs> and uh, the director, whose name was Richard, 
was very nervous. And we're all, and rightly so, because we're all just, I mean, you think about making a movie, how they trust jokers. Like, who, who am I? I might be a murderous psychopath <laughs> that wants to run over Harrison Ford. I'm not. I drive past him regularly in this scene. But they're concerned that someone's going to run over Harrison Ford. And so he's on the radio, because we're all on the radio, so they can guide us. And he says, uh, you hear over the radio, uh, so everybody uh, everybody, go 25 uh, kilometers an hour, that should be good. And Harrison Ford comes on, uh, Richard, uh, I think I should go a little faster. Oh, r- right, Harrison. Um, uh, well then, 25, everybody. 25 kilometers an hour. <laughs> There's a pause. That's the same speed, Richard. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Harrison. What's that? You said you wanted them to go faster. That's the same speed. Oh, oh, right. Um, thirty, thirty. Then everybody, thirty kilometers an hour. And then follow up to that. Sorry, I love this. Oh, please. <laughs> we do that a couple of times. The day, the, the scene actually happened in the daytime, but now we were in the tunnel, and everybody's headlights are on because it's dark and it's actually two in the morning. Harrison comes onto the radio and says, uh, uh, this is supposed to be in the daytime. Everybody should have their headlights off. <laughs> and Richard's like, you're right. You're right, Harrison. Every, everybody, everybody, turn your headlights off. Turn your headlights off because it's a daytime scene. Pause. Uh, Harrison, I'm being told that they, they, they can't turn their headlights off. They're automatically on all, all the time. Silence. <laughs> daytime running lights. First I heard of it. <laughs> and that was the last we heard of Harrison Ford. That's amazing. I love that 30 kilometers an hour. I can just hear him like, I'm not taking my children to school, Richard. Exactly. We're doing a goddamn car chase. <laughs> so great. So he shows up at the, uh, the place. And the, a guy's got him down over the bar. And he's going to hit him in the head. No, he's not. He's going to, what is he going to do? Oh, he's lit the bar on fire. In the yeah. tunnel? No, no, no. Sorry, now we're back in the show. <laughs> oh, we're back in Raven. We're back in Raven Love Dark. So they're at the Raven. That's the name of the tavern. Okay. Oh, right? I didn't know that. Um, and there's, um, there's some fighting going on, and there's a guy, and he's got him down on the bar. Right. Okay. I'm caught up now. Marion is behind the bar. Marion's behind mm-hmm. the bar. There's a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yep. And a bottle of Johnny Walker Red. Would you like to have some Johnny Walker Red? Boy, would I. And the kicker is. He orders from Marion whiskey, and she hands him the bottle. He clubs the guy in the head. That was my clubbing reference. I'm sorry. Uh, that is all out of sync. That is amazing. <laughs> so, in honor of Marion and uh, Indy, let's have a sip of scotch. Mmm. Oh, that is scotch. That is that scotch. Is that is. <laughs> this that... is the kind of scotch. That um, you want to have, if you like scotch, but you don't know a lot about scotch. Okay. <laughs> you can say, oh, if you like scotch, but not yourself. This, <laughs> that's even better. There. And cut. Because <laughs> this scotch tastes like scotch. The same way if you think of what beer tastes like, mm. there's craft beers that can be really, really hoppy or really, really uh, sour. They have sours now and stuff like that. Absolutely. But, when, but in the 70s, if you had beer and it didn't taste exactly like yellow liquid with fizz in it <laughs> you know <laughs> when you think of just generic beer yeah. yeah this is what generic scotch this is generic scotch okay. now i think it was black label oh i'm sorry you're in, right it is black label in the in the movie Which um is... but let's all face it it was probably filled with iced tea yes <laughs> so we, we can't really be accurate accurate and in a breakaway bottle can you imagine how hard you'd have to hit somebody to break an actual whiskey bottle? oh my gosh 
I've <laughs> I've done I've done breakaway glass work. Hmm. I did a I did a big gig where I don't want to go into, go into it now because it's a whole other story. I'll just say that Chip Wilson was involved. <laughs> um, but I got yeah, it's a it's a great story for a longer podcast. Um, but I got yeah, I got to put my fist through a vase. Oh. And they had like one take. Oh. And it was a walk and talk that ended with me putting my fist through a vase that someone was walking by with themselves. It was, uh, I was very proud of it. It was very cool. Wow. Wow. Later on in the movie, Harrison Ford has even more whiskey mm-hmm. when he oh, thinks that Marion has died. I'm just telling that part of the story to cover for it. Later on in the movie, Marion has not died. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> And uh, she is going to fool Belloc, who uh, we think is probably, uh, well, he, we know he's French, although the actor isn't. <laughs> and I think lied about having a French accent. Isn't that a story? Have you heard that story? I have not heard that story. I think they said, what is his real name? The of course, actor. you could warn them if only you spoke Paul French. <laughs> <laughs> if you could only fake a French accent, you could warn them. Uh, it's, Mar- it's Martin Freeman. No, it's Paul, Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, I, Paul Freeman. It's Martin Paul. I think they said to Paul... Hey, he's a French character. Can you do a French accent? And he wisely said, "Yeah." As all actors do. That's yeah. honestly uh, when you're when you're in the room and they ask if you can do a thing, it is it is the uh, Ghostbusters. Are you a god? Yeah. <laughs> you say yes. You say yes. And so uh, anyway, we figure that he probably has a vineyard back at home, but he's not drinking wine. He's drinking some sort of eau de vie or a grappa or a... Maca. Maca. Which is made from the remnants of wine production, the skins and the twigs and stuff, and apparently tastes kind of twiggy. Well, this should taste kind of peary because it's from the Okanagan. It's a pear (laughs) brandy. It's clear and it's 40%. So if you were to drink a bottle of it with somebody, you would get drunk and steal a knife. (laughs) But I bought that for a cocktail. Uh, and again, it's, it's, Whoa. we're only having sips, folks. Because it's, <laughs> Now, if you want to have a bad date, yep. you would serve this to them. Yeah. Speaking of bad dates. Oh, sorry. I just, I just swallowed the whole thing. And now I look around and every single coat hanger looks like uh, nunchucks to me. <laughs> So that was awful. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was rough. I don't, I don't drink. The closest thing to alcohol in my house is like uh, balsamic vinegar that's gone off. I would rather drink so, that than that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so good right now. Yeah. <laughs> Big glass of balsamic, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little soda water. Uh, so if we were going to make up a drink. Well, uh, we'd want to have that in it, of course. No, no. <laughs> no. Let's not use that. All right. Make up a drink from Raiders of the Lost Ark. I got uh, an idea, not for the drink itself, but um, we would probably want one of those big, round, uh, I don't want to say ice cubes, because it's balls. not a cube. Ice balls. One of those big ice balls <laughs> yes. in there. Yes. And it, that, that functions for two parts of the film. One, the boulder, and two, uh, when the faces are melting. Yes. Because it will melt it into melts. it. It melts. Nice. Maybe put a face in there, like a little doll's head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I've had a lot of whiskey and scotch and various pear liquors. Doll's head and a drink. That's, I mean, I feel like that that would be for a different movie. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Never mind. Yes. Uh, Gosh. You You have to have whiskey. Yeah. Also because the palette of the film is very earth tone. Yes. So the whiskey, the brown of the whiskey would would help visually, I think. 
Yeah. As far as the 1940s uh, or early or late 30s, actually, right? It's 1936. 36, yeah. You probably could just stick with something traditional that's going to have uh, a whiskey in it, whether it's an old fashioned or something like that. I think that would be an ideal drink for it. Mm-hmm. We're not reinventing the uh, you throw throw a bad date in it. It's <laughs> <as> a condiment <laughs> oh, <laughs> and the, the big uh, the big gray uh, frozen. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> we're not uh, reinventing the uh, boulder here. Is that what you were going to say? That's what you were going to say, right? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, otherwise, uh, snake venom? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. Isn't there like snake bite whiskey? Oh, there you go. It's it, like peppered whiskey? Yeah, I think you're right. It's, it. I feel like it sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. It, yeah. would be, it would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> With a big round ice ball. <laughs> With a big round ice ball in it. There we go. There we go. And then uh, you take a bad date snack. and you put a skewer through it. <laughs> you let that float on top. Uh, oh, it's yes. funny because uh, we have a, a tray of dates in front of us, and for some reason I keep looking at them and they look like cockroaches. Yep, yep, that's what I got too. And so I'm going to have one. Okay. So if you hear me <laughs> chewing very softly, do we like dates? Do we not like dates? Um, I think I like figs. I, I like fig newtons. Mm-hmm. Are, are they da- dates and figs the same thing? I'm. I'm. I. No? I don't believe no? so. Okay. This might be a bit no. of a spoiler alert. Not a, well, I don't give a shit. Um, the um, the monkey dies in yes. the show. The little Nazi. The monkey. little Nazi monkey. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel good about that? No. No, I did. I think. I think <laughs> the monkey made his choices. I don't think the monkey can have choices. <laughs> I think that monkey had choices. <laughs> yeah. I here's here's what I think. I think if that monkey had lived, it would have um, been the ancestor of. Uh, Dr. Zaius, uh, and and the world would have turned into Planet of the Apes. But that Nazi monkey dying uh, mm. kept the Raiders of the Lost Ark universe from becoming the Planet of the Apes. Wow. Or maybe he would have become the ancestor of the Anne Rand of the Monkey of the Apes, the Planet of the Apes. Something like that. Because we need more Anne Rand. <laughs> oh, God. Because he's already a Nazi. <laughs> Right-leaning. So it would be the perfect snack to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark with. I mean, I mean, I'm going to be uncreative. Okay. And it because it's a throwback to uh, cereals. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. I there, see where you're going. Right. You could do a <laughs> mug. I like a, I like a mug of cereal. Oh. Um, just dry cereal, maybe oh. uh, just just to just to munch on sometimes, or just pop okay. it on some yogurt, uh, or even just. I feel like this is like a classic popcorn film like a, a the, your very definition of popcorn so you could do mm. popcorn mixed with some dry cereal oh there you go. That before. and then random gummy worms in it so you never know when yeah. you're gonna get your hand on a snake yeah that sounds like a great idea yeah. and then and then we, it's a little easter egg a little uh, c-3po figure hidden in the back <laughs> we've cracked gonna, it i'm choking on a lego c-3po <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that's it for Raiders of the Lost Ark. What did you think of the movie, and what did you think of our refreshment choice? If you've made this drink, uh, send a picture uh, to sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. If you have any other ideas for drinks from Raiders, or if you want to hear us talk about any other movie, once again, send your information to sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. This has been... Refresh my memory. See you soon. Bye. I've done it again. Oh, God. (laughs) We love you. Bye.